Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Tess. Morning, Andrew. Hey, Tess. How are you? I'm going well. How are you? Well, well, got a book. I'm glad to hear it. I I didn't know quite else you'd be, why you'd be in here. (laughs) (laughs) I just wander around uh, early in the morning. No, I've got a fantastic book for you today. It is called The Trespassers, and it's by Meg Mundell. Uh, And Meg's debut novel was called Black Glass, and it was set in this dystopian sort of surveillance state. And it garnered, amongst other accolades, an Aurelius shortlisting. If you're not aware of the Aurelius Awards, they're they're like, you know, sci-fi spec. Yeah. Super cool. They're the thing. Um, and so it is absolutely no surprise to find in uh, in Meg's latest novel, The Trespassers, that we are sailing into the realms of speculative fiction. Yes, this is what I like to hear. We begin with a group of passengers boarding The Steadfast. From across the UK, these people have jealously guarded their clean bill of health to leave England's shores in search of work in Australia. Mm. Protesters line the docks denouncing the men, women and children as traitors for abandoning the infected country. Mm. On board the ship, the passengers settle in for the month-long journey to Australia, dreaming of the possibility that awaits them in this new and healthy land. And all proceeds with interminable regularity until a crew member is found murdered in the early dawn. The only witness is a young boy silenced by fear. And then passengers begin to fall ill. Oh, dun yeah. dun dun! It is it is fantastic. The Trespassers is a veritable pinata of near future social collapse. The passengers on board the Steadfast are fleeing from a country ravaged by biological hazard and virulent disease. They're held at the mercy of these corporate interests for whom they're merely chattel, and they're subject to this globalized world order that's kind of seeking to reassert national boundaries out of fear and safety. So, as speculative fiction goes, we're really kind of only one superbug away from having something like The Trespassers on the daily headlines, uh, which is a really, I think, n- risky narrative move, because this this could so easy have de- devolved into an issues book with like some strong lefty flex, or I guess some strong right-wing, right-wing flex, depending on how you want to position yourself. The brilliance of The Trespassers is that it drops us into the ocean and cuts off all communication with the world. So... We're kind of we're aware that the eternal battle between left and right is going on somewhere in the background over the fate of the steadfast. But as we see disease spread through the boat, it becomes the human equation that grips and ultimately guides our sensibilities. Doesn't matter uh, where you sit on the spectrum, you are still going to go down to the superbug if it gets out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like your, your your belief in the humanity versus the protection of borders means very little when you're on the boat and you're trying to just not get sick. So the story is told through three characters' points of view. Cleary is the young boy. He's travelling with his mother. He has a hearing impairment from an early illness when he was a when he was a baby. That means he's got this secret language that he shares with his mum, but limited means to communicate with others who who don't credit his intelligence. Like he, by all means, can communicate, but everyone sort of looks at him, his his inability and to hear, and says, "Well, you you are obviously not intelligent." Um, so we also have Tom, who is a young teacher, racked with guilt at leaving his family behind in the disease-ravaged UK. But he's also yearning for the freedom of a land where he can live and work and not have to hide his true self. And then we have Billy, who is a nurse escaping her past. She's got this beautiful singing voice that endears her to the crowd, but her history with the disease ensures that 
when it breaks out, she is thrown into the heart of the trauma as the boat falls ill. Moving between each of these points of view, we become privy to the expanse as well as the confinement of a ship at sea. While Tom struggles to find a quiet space to tryst with a handsome crew member, Cleary must surreptitiously mark corridors with coloured tape to remember his way around safely. Their stories become bound up in our hope for the novel's outcomes, and so we become primed for this disaster. When the sickness hits, the tone moves into horror movie territory. Oh, good. Yeah. Billy shows us the overwhelming hopelessness of fighting a virulent disease with no equipment as Tom and Cleary's mother slowly waste away. With face masks protecting wary passengers from airborne germs, Cleary is effectively cut off from what lip reading he could manage, and he, so he's alone. So when we when I think horror movie, I'm thinking very much those ones where the disease is almost uh, sorry the, the the terror is non-human, but it's still coming, coming, coming ever towards you. And here, Mundell uh, she works to juggle a range of genres as we reel in the sorry as we reel at the horror, while we're also facing this mystery of the murder and the mounting political kind of tension of who will accept this ship at port. Across three acts, The Trespassers surges through questions of what it means to be unwanted by the world and how these issues are so much broader than, yet also as banal, as political expediency. Leaving aside later revelations, I've kind of only dealt with the first act. Um, Leaving aside these later revelations, because they're the territory of spoilers, I feel safe in saying that Meg Mundell wants us to engage as readers in the questions gripping our country, gripping Australia, uh, and its responsibilities in the world, that she's wrapped it up in this gripping, genre-hopping mystery, I think, made it just so much more enjoyable, or all the more enjoyable. It sounds like there's a lot of metaphors going in, as well as just the direct story about everyone sort of being stuck on the boat, you know. Mm. Like, it sounds like it's, you know, making a point about a lot of things outside of just the story itself. It it And it really neatly encapsulates them. As I say, there, there could be a risk with a with a story that so obviously is engaging with social issues that it becomes issues-driven, but by by putting us in a boat, by isolating us from the world and, and showing us this human side, it really complicates things. Um, we, we see uh, the ship beg for admission to ports and countries just saying, no way. We're not having you here because of the fear we have for you. And it's, it's absolutely unhidden fear. And it really, I mean, it, it really complicates the way we look at things. And I, I think for the better, uh, because we, we tend, I think, in public discourse to sink into platitudes, to be forced to look at it in a nuanced way is, is really wonderful. It's a, and it's a gripping story. Did I say that? It's a <laughs> gripping story. It's, it's well written so that you are constantly turning from page to page, from character to character. It sounds absolutely brilliant. Uh, do we know what we're looking at next week? Uh, once again, I have quite a few options. One that I am um, uh, toying with is, is a YA mystery, like proper mystery um, that I love. Just try and solve it called, uh, <laughs> I've forgotten the name of this book. I'm going to have to owe you that one. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> Thanks so much, Andrew. Thanks, Tess. You've been listening to the 2SER Book Club. We record on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel. And a big shout out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. 
If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week? If you want more books, you can tune into Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at 2SER.